Come one, come all, it's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. How are we doing, Keith? We're fine, how are you? Yeah, someone doesn't read his text messages, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> just asking for one favour! It's been like six months, and he just couldn't be bothered to read the message. Damn, right. Well, we've got some bits, we've got some good news to talk. Well, I don't know if it's good news. We'll find out probably later on down the line that we've got some good news to talk about. We've got uh, a new TV series on Apple that Keith told me to watch, which I watched the first episode for, and I'm a bit... There's but two we'll discuss. episodes. Yeah, no, no, there's three. When I got it, I've only got through one. Um, and then we're going to talk about sex education, because that's fun. And that was nice, and I enjoyed that. And it made... It made doing it made doing five k on the treadmill really easy when you've got something that keeps you entertained. Mm. Even though it took like a just under an episode because I'm a fat bastard and I can't run very fast. Anyway, without further ado, how are we doing, Keith? It's been an interesting week. <laughs> Certainly, uh, some news towards the end of the week was a bit of a, sort of really, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I yeah I watched Foundations, which I'm sure we will talk about. Um, there's two episodes released in the, the next one next Friday. Um, yeah, but uh, um, that was interesting, so we'll talk about that. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't seen much else to be honest, other than the, the the usual catching up on bits that that aren't really to do with this podcast. Um, only Vigil, which is still silly, but I have to watch mm. the end of it. Um. Uh, but yeah, nothing really much else this week. I have to admit, other than okay. YouTube videos. Okay. Um, I saw Babster yesterday. How did that go? That went all right. Um, I thought it was taller. It's always the same when you meet people, <laughs> with the exception of the guy Joe Flanagan who played uh, John Shepard on Stargate. He was the opposite. He was taller. I was expecting to be shorter, but he turned out he was he was a lot taller. Um, so yes, we did that. That was that. Hello, Babster. Sorry, mate. Um, I was going to invite you on and everything, but uh, everything just went to crap at the last moment. I'm not feeling very well. Um, I got. I, I think I got black country disease. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did so, give you a cup so, of Bovril? No, I didn't give you a cup of Bovril. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Showed us this. Um, this this cool. Um, Retro game shop took lots of photos and videos and stuff, and we put me and I put some uh, videos together, and I made perhaps to cry with laughing, laughing at the end where we tried to do the sign off because it was you have to keep because I did it in the same style as my um um what do you call it the same style as my my incredibly awesome uh, travel vlog um, where we have to be stony faced for everything, and he couldn't he couldn't keep stony faced. There's a bit where he's like talking, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> Got a ton of outtakes from that, so I'll put that together and that'll be an interesting watch. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm feeling a little under the weather, so I may be a bit energy deficient this week, so you're gonna have to excuse me for that one. But without further ado, let's talk about the big news of the week, and that being that Doctor Who is getting a new old showrunner. Um, and I, 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 I sent you a text saying it's got so mm. bad they've had to hit the freaking reset switch, so they've gone back to Russell T. Davis and said, look, can, can you do something? It's interesting, the timing of this. 
because this is very much going to detract from the final season. I mean, the final season hasn't aired. We've still got nine episodes of the, 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 the shit fest that is current Doctor Who to air. Why release this now? I mean, this he is not taking over till 2023. You know, the first episode we are going to see from Russell T. Davis is two years away, right? I, yes. I don't think we're going to get a Doctor announcement probably before the end of the year, if not into next year. Um, I think it will be after the sixth season or this six-episode season airs and prior to the three specials. But it, it's the timing of this. You know, I mean, they could have done a deal with the BBC and it not leak. But it's interesting because it's not just Russell T. Davis. It's the entire creative team that formed, brought back Doctor Who. So you've got, they formed a partnership with Bad Wolf um, Productions. But Bad just, Wolf Productions is the two people that were producing Doctor Who for the BBC, for BBC Wells. They worked for BBC Wells. Judy yeah. Gartner and that other dude. Judy, and they Judy then Gardner. formed... Phil Collins, and, and I think it was because yeah. he wants to Phil Collins. Yeah. And they formed Bad Wolf Productions. So it's the three. It's 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 the original three. Um, I, right. This is this is this is how I think it goes, right? One, the, the BBC screwed the pooch. Yes. Yeah, they screwed the pooch and they realized they screwed the pooch, but they couldn't say they were screwing the pooch. And they couldn't admit that they were screwed the pooch. So they went, What's the best way out of this? And they went, Well. Judy Garner and the others, they've got their own TV show and it's kind of named after Doctor Who. Do you think they'd be interested in making Doctor Who? And they probably approached Russell T. Davis and he probably sent them messages saying, what are you doing with Doctor Who? Um, and I think that's... that. I think there was, there was dialogue and lots of dialogue happening long before mm. we heard anything. I'm talking I'm talking probably before the time as children came out for, the, for, for, for Doctor Who. So I think that this was this probably was in the work, and I think it's uh, I think this is Russell T. Davis's retirement plan because if he does it well and it carries on, and there are merchandising bits, and he's got access to those rights, and they get sold through the Bad Wolf thingy via the BBC, blah blah blah, and he gets the cream a little bit off top. Yeah, if it's popular, then he can use that to fund his retirement. Yeah, that's one thing I think. Yeah, I think that that's a case of the where he's probably looked at it and gone, I need something for retirement. I've not really thought about it. And if he gets something big like that in play, then he can then he can then sort out his retirement. So I think that's the that's probably primary primary motivation for him. And he's probably he's probably had chats with with Stephen Moffat and bits and talked about stories that the, that he wanted to do and, and bits. Um, then the, I reckon if he does do, does do it and does bring it back. I reckon he you, will probably he will probably bring back Moffat as a consultant. Yeah, that's what I, I reckon that we might see Moffat as a writer but, of the episode or but, two. But writer of the episode here and there because he he was the one who he would he would ask in regards to storyline is this is wise and this that and the other. And it's funny because Moffat I think would, would go to him and ask about dramatic storytelling and whatnot. Um which kind of quite kind of a nice little little kind of codependency, shall we say. Um, and Moffat all of a sudden has become very um, funny on Twitter, like he's happy. Not Twitter, mm. Instagram. Sorry, he doesn't do Twitter. He does Instagram, so he's got some pictures. He went to an award ceremony and left his tag on, one of the security tags you get on. He bought like a, a coat from Marks and Spencer's and left the security tag on it. And he's just got a picture. I left the security tag on there. Um, I thought that was funny. 
Um, I, the, the first couple of questions is, are they going to undo the time as children? Because that ruined the idea of Doctor Who. That actually doesn't make any sense with the rest of Doctor Who either. Yeah, because no, because everyone points at lots of things and there's lots of stories and this, that and the other. And even the Valyard, yeah, where the Valyard character back in Colin Baker's era, they said it was between his seventh and his last regeneration. So we haven't seen that character turn up yet. So you've still got the option for that. And that doesn't fit if the time is child, they can regenerate infinitely. So that mm. doesn't make any sense. Um, then there's all the trends of all stuff, yeah? Yeah, because it was like kind of in trends of law, original timeline, Doctor dies, but somehow in the new timeline, I know you don't like a Clara persuades Time Lords to unlock his regenerations because regenerations are supposed to be unlimited, but they are locked off by Time Lords. So two Time Lords got unlimited regenerations, and that was Rassilon and Omega. Sorry, go nerdy. Um, and everyone else got 13. Um, and that's because they wanted to stay, stay around forever. That's why Rassilon is such a tyrant. Um if I remember correctly, I probably I might be wrong with the Omega part of it. I'm sure it was the two of them uh, that decided. You know what? Everyone else certainly gets thirteen. Well, Rassilon was was sent into exile when Capaldi's Doctor came back. Um, I I don't know how they're going to undo the time the timeless children. I know but... I know I know the best way they can undo the timeless children, and and it comes from a Rick and Morty episode with worms that would retcon themselves into stories. Yeah, do you remember that episode where he locks himself in the house and the worms? You, could, the timeless child, could be some kind of temporal parasite, and it could be feeding on the time lords for energy because they got regeneration energy. Yeah, and the master might be infected, and that might explain why he's extra crazy and extra coked up. It, that's how I would do it. I would turn around and say the timeless child um, isn't isn't a doctor; it's a fucking space parasite. And also thematically, thematically, that fits. With the destruction of Doctor Who, where you've got these people who are like parasites trying to destroy Doctor Who, yeah. You you could you could be right, but don't forget that Chris Chibnall and Russell T Davis are friends. Um, no 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 no, uh, hang on, hang on a second. Uh, no no, they're friends. They're friends in public. But I've seen I've seen Russell T Davis go um, and not answer questions about Chris Chibnall until now. All of a sudden, now they're friends because they need no, them but they to be were friends. friends. They Although were friends, friends beforehand, with... but when he took over, Russell T. Davis is like, "What is this shit?" He's got a look on his face. It's him and Moffat in a, in a, there's a him and Moffat in a um at some kind of party together, and, and I, Russell T. Davis is fucking massive, yeah, he's yeah, like he's six foot five. He's huge. When some people says, "Oh, you've got to fill Russell T. Davis's shoes," they're big shoes, just normal, <laughs> just actual shoe size is huge, yeah, and and he it was always like kind of. And and Moffat thrown shade at him too. They both had done that. He'd written a story how the Doctor had regenerated into objects because he probably thought it was fucking funny. Yeah, and I think that I think that one because you've got this is two things that's happened here. One, they've given it back to Russell T Davis, so they've hit the reset switch. And two, they've taken it out of of, of BBC mainstream to be made and put it into BBC Studios to be made. Now. The great thing about that is, is if they play their money right and they and they do actually, I mean, bring it back to the worldwide audience like Matt Smith's era was, yeah, because it was popular. But when it got to Matt Smith, it went through the roof. Mm. Yeah, if they can get it to that, then it'd be good. They want this is, and I'm an old man. And this sounds really bad, but they need 
sexy young doctor, sexy young female companion. If you're going to have a sexy young doctor, you can have a sexy young female doctor and a, uh, and a sexy young male companion. That would work. But they've got to be sexy and young to bring in. I think young if people. bringing Davis back, it's going to be male. Hopefully he will make him asexual or a Captain Jack-like character that just flirts with everybody. It's got to be one or the other. Um, I found, as I said, I, I do find the timing curious. I do find that curious. But some of the things that that knob end, Piers Wagner, why that man is still the fucking head of the BBC uh, drama, I will not know because he's an idiot. But he's banged on about how great Chibnall's thing is and how, how Russell T. Davis is going to be brought in to continue the, you know... I, I but, just... but hang on a second. Hold on a second. It's like the, it's like the prime minister when he turns around and he says to about a minister, say the minister of education, I have the utmost con com uh, confidence in their in their position to do the job. Oh, and we've got rid of them. So I don't know. He, 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 there is politics, and I mean, I mean, poli office politics I, I, being played. I I do agree with you because again, the timing to me makes it like look, the BBC know that the Doctor Who is dead, and this is going to potentially get people watching the last season because they know it's going to get better. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, my my one concern, and 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 don't get me wrong, is that 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 Russell T Davis. Being a gay man likes to put a lot of gay characters in his thing, and that's fine. I mean, there was a running joke in the first season of um, Torchwood that there were just too many gay aliens running around Cardiff, which wasn't entirely off the thing. I just... What I don't want them to do is make a gay doctor. Now, that's not antiphobic. I don't like the doctor being in love with anyone. I mean, Rose was the exception. Um because of the the, the 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 Billy Piper played her so well that that you kind of understood that. But I, I'd rather the doctor either be asexual or flirt with anyone. You know, I don't mind it being kind of Captain Jack when we first were introduced to Captain Jack because Captain Jack just flirted with anyone. It didn't matter you were male, I, female, look, or look, anyone. I, I, and I, I kind of like that. Look, I, I think when it when it kind of comes to the story and 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 and, and the doctor and bits. Um, the doctor, the doctor's been around humans longer than human life is. Yeah, hmm. so he's seen relationships and stuff. And part of me thinks that he might want that kind of companionship that he sees. Hmm. Yeah, and, and and I think that that is possible. And I, I don't think he should be flirting with anyone because he was. He, he's. Uh, it's, it's it's just the timing of the announcement. It's it's weird that it's come now. There's no new Doctor Who series until next year, or is there? No, there is. No, there is. There is. There is a new one coming up soon, very soon. Do you think? But why announce because this before? Because they're trying to drum it up so people get excited and they go, you know what? I might give Doctor Who another chance. If not, I could just you know wait out through the series, and Russell T Davies is taking over. So that might be it. So I think, hang on a second, I'm going to share my screen because I've got the article here. On but he two. said he would never go back. And the fact that he's coming back, I mean, have is he ever, coming back for one season him, or multiple Have you ever watched him when he turns around and goes, he'd never go back? Yeah, I know. I know he, he loves goes, it. Because... I'll never go back. And does that. But, every I time. mean, did I've got, an, um, it's, a, it's back in the UK because I'd love to get it. And I might try and buy the Kindle version again. He wrote uh, an entire book on how he created the fourth series of uh 
um, with Donna and everything. And, mm. you know, it was his final season and how he had actually come up with the cat with the, because if they hadn't got Donna, they were going to bring what's her face. Um, Amy, Amy Pond was, was Russell T Davis's creation. Um, and then Stephen Moffat kind of adapted her for, 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 for uh, Matt Smith's one. But uh, then, then they kind of secured Catherine um, Tate and, uh, that was, you know, enough said. And again, I love Donna. Donna, I think, is still my favourite companion from that respect because they were mates, not lovers. And I liked that that camaraderie. I, I, I like, I like that too because she was she as good as she got. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that that for me, but, as a character, that works because it's because having the the the, um, the Martha the Martha character. I love the Martha character. Um, probably because I could probably associate her. No, she's like all gooey eyes at the doctor, but nothing happens. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, the, it's, the, 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 the book he wrote was just fascinating. The, 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 the detail and, and the thought processes that he went through creating this series. And it's a really interesting book. And you, you read that and you realize, you know, when we say, oh, the writing is terrible, read that. If you don't understand why we criticize Chris Chibnall so much, read Russell T. Beaver's book, then you'll understand. Because believe me, there is no f way the amount of thought has gone into writing any of that shit that he spouted out. Ch Chibnall went in there thinking, I've got a platform to spout my fucking identity political bullshit. And that's what Doctor Who has been. Um, and it's been supported by somebody that thinks that woking, wokeism is the best thing to happen ever. The BBC uh, head of drama, who's meant to be impartial, I might point out, is on record as saying that. Um, that and this is this is the problem with the BBC. They're all far left and they think they're centre. Hmm. That's the problem. They're all far left and they all think they're centre. They genuinely do, and that's where the problem is. Is this? this uh, well, you know, I, not I, all of them are because somebody's suddenly woken up and gone. Mm. One of our best it, performing programs isn't supporting a performer anymore. Who do we bring? Be, would it be the, 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 the what do you call it? The, the minister that the bloody Tories put in place to sort out the BBC? Who no, I holding... think this actually might be the head. I think this might be the chairman of the BBC who is a bit wiser than than the, the new chairman of the BBC. But uh, it, it's just interesting. That's all I'm going to say. And and I think you're right. I, I, I do, you know how they've somebody's realised that they fucked up big time. Because who do you bring back? The man that relaunched uh, Doctor Who and made it into the huge success it was. And Stephen Moffat then went and took it into the stratosphere in America. Because before it was Moffat's Doctor and Matt Smith's Doctor that really hit big in America. But but it was Russell T Davis that modernised it. Um, mm. and it's going to be interesting. I mean, arguably, we love Moffat's episodes in Russell T. Davis's era, but Russell T. Davis, I still maintain, was the better showrunner because he was able to, I think, better able to get all the writers onto the same page, and I just think he did a better job of that. Don't get me wrong, Moffat, you know, Moffat has some of the best episodes and some of the best storylines, but I think... We never, we never did that when we did the... Mm. You pick you pick a series of Russell T Davis and I pick a series of of Moffat and we can put them up against each other. because mm. I I think Moffat was the was was a better genre writer. Yes, he can do science fiction. He can do science fiction, and he's done probably one of the, the I think the best episode of Doctor Who, which is Hellbent, 
the one he's trapped in the confession dial. You can watch mm. that on its own. Along with Blink is another one that you can watch on the Blink own. is my Blink is one of my favourite episodes of all time. Yeah. Um, but the Blink was from the Russell T Davies era. But so, but you have, can't. But you have to remember that he had Stephen Moffat helping him out all the way. Stephen look, Moffat didn't get credited for half the stuff that he's done. I think the two of them make an awesome team, and I'm hoping beyond hope that that Russell T Davis persuades Moffat to come back and write a, a good two parter. What that would like be the ultimate dream: a Russell what, T Davis I, season with a two-parter sandwiched in the middle, written by Stephen Moffat, I'd be like, oh, yes. Oh, we're do, you know what I, do you know what I want him to do? I want him to turn around and say to uh, Stephen King's son, I can't remember his bloody name now, Stephen King's son, write an episode. I want to go to JMS and say, write an episode. I apologise for my colleagues. They're somewhat arseholes. Yeah? And say, so, do you just get one episode, though? Make the most of it. And note, we have budget constraints. Yeah? <laughs> and as long as you take those things on board, write an episode. Get clever. But, but here's the thing. Both of them, both of them, both Moffat and Russell T. Davis were great at sowing those seeds throughout those seasons. And we would fucking go, oh, shit, like we missed the vote for fucking what's-his-face, um, the master thing. Throughout. I love those little things. I love going back and seeing all those little bloody Easter eggs. And I, I, I look, it, it's hard not to be amazingly excited about this. But I have to temper it a bit because this is the BBC. Now, I love Russell T. Davis. I loved years and years. I thought it was very good. Some people will argue it because it was very uh, biased. It was very anti a certain orange-faced person. But it, there was a story there. It was brilliantly written. It was brilliantly written. It wasn't, there was, don't get me wrong, some politicalness in there, but it was a good story. Doctor Who might get good again, and I'd be so happy if it is. But you have got, you have got to undo the timeless children. You, you do not know that fucking idiot Wagner does not get. He when when Chin Balls came to him and said, "I want to do this," he could have gone. Are you fucking insane? You know there is a legacy. It's a sixty fucking year legacy as a, a fifty eight year legacy. You don't undo that in a five minute monologue with no goddamn acting in there except some silly bird and replace William. King Hartnell with a five-year-old black girl. I mean, I'm sorry. Right, uh, it was right. I think it works like this. Yeah, um, Russell T. Davies woke, but he's not a woke writer. If that makes sense. I don't sense. think he's that woke. I don't think he's that woke. I don't think he's batshit crazy woke. There, right, there is look. There's there batshit things... crazy woke, and then there's acceptable woke you might not agree with everything that they say but there's some acceptable things to their uh, their thing you know okay. like going 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 back to russell t davis because there were things in russell t davis's writing that i looked at and went why the fuck has he done that and um do you remember the little red guy in voyage of the damned <laughs> yeah the little red cactus who was part cybernetic yeah, and they made out that, that that being cybernetic was like being gay, and people were homophobic. Why? <laughs> that bit was making me go. Oh, and, and I'll be honest with you, when Moffat came along, that stuff disappeared. When he did like gay characters, you had that. Remember the agent in the Impossible Astronaut? Yeah, uh, played by I can't remember, but his dad played himself in the future, which was great. Uh, Mark Shepard, that was his name. 
and he he played the character and and there were hints at him being gay and then it was revealed at the end that he, the reason they had trouble with, was because he was gay yeah and that was done well because it wasn't the focal point of the character it was just one aspect of the character mm. yeah which could, which was the motivation for him getting this that and the other and, but it wasn't everything i'm a little worried no. that there might yeah, be a um, bit but russell t davis does like to write in writing gay characters where he can but usually usually these characters have substance um and they're not just gay for the sake of it yeah no, no, I, no, I, no I i knew we might get onto this because the perfect second, example because yeah. my my favorite gay character of all time is is captain jack he's not omnisexual he's gay all right just have done with it okay that well, is because no, he, he, he was because he because as a character it was one aspect of him yeah he had all these other things going about him. He had his miss. He had a missing year that he didn't know what was what happened in that missing year. He had a backstory which he didn't know too too much about. But he was also doing time agent stuff which we didn't know. He, we came from somewhere. He would tell stories about things. And somewhere had you know this and this that, and the other. And also, I think Moffat killed him off. Um, do, do you remember Moffat killing him off? Yeah. Yep. Where it's where River Song gets the thingy and he turns around and goes, I've got this other handsome time agent. Oh, you've left his hand. He got killed off by headless monks, you know that, don't you? Yes. That's why he turned into the big face. Yes. Because yes. his body, just to point out, it was one of those things, because ah, Motifat was like, kind of, we're going to kind of, I've got to kind of wrap this up quietly behind the scenes. Um, I, it's going to be better. It's going to be better. The question there, is: There's no two. Are they going to repair? Are they going to repair Chibnall's damage? That's the big it, thing. It's, they, it, it's the thing. It the, the thing that hurts so much is it, it. It you know. Okay, look. I know that you say Moffat has bosses and everything, but when you know when no that, no no uh, I know. Hang on a second. Hold on. I didn't say that. Stephen Moffat said that. Yeah, yeah. I us. know. I know. But it's in person. <laughs> It was so obvious what they were trying to do. It, you know, just replace an old crusty white man with a young black girl. It was so obvious what they were doing. Here, look, I am blatantly up for a black doctor. I think it's about bloody time. Um, you know, uh, and, and there are plenty of actors out there that could do it and do a really interesting take on the doctor. Um, I mean, even say, fuck's sake, even Joe him. Martin, even Joe Martin did a Joe damn Martin much was, better. Yes, was a I, good I, doctor. Joe Martin, she was. Joe Martin, Joe Martin was a much better doctor. She got the character and she understood how the character worked. Even Five though, according to, screen. according to her, she didn't know that until a couple of days beforehand. But so Five she minutes, was left in the. She was. She was. She was left in the whole dark about that, and she had zero time to prepare. But she and nailed she the was, doctor quicker. She she had that twist on a knife edge from being wacky to fucking don't mess with me. Um, she was the doctor. There's no twos about it. I could do a season of her. I could. I could. I, and I'd be interested to see that. Um, and uh, I think I think knowing Russell T. Davis, he'll replace him with a male. But I might be wrong. Um, no, I'm I'm, I'm hoping. He, I, I, I need, as I said, I need a re we need a reset. It doesn't work. Yes, but I could do. Button. I could do. I could do a season of Joe Martin. If they announce tomorrow, oh, Joe Martin's the next Doctor. I could do that, and maybe well, that's that a way work. of getting out of the timeless child. It might. It no. might. Nah. Nah. 
Space worm that's rewritten history. That's the way to get out of it. Well, no, because Giant she's meant to be worm. a doc. They have heavily hinted that she was a doctor that previous to to. She's the retcon worm. Yeah, well, her, if she she's was the timeless child, she's rewritten history and inserted herself. So she can yeah, feed it could be. Let's world. hope it's that. Let's hope because that's that. be- hope that's it. much better. That makes it sinister too. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind no. of like one of the one of the the Doctor episodes that got me is probably what was the one where Miss the Missy reveal one with the Cybermen and death and don't burn me. My God, for children, that was terrifying. It was like kind but of was... no, no, no. What do you mean? Wasn't. Uh-uh. Wasn't she? I every time I see Michelle Gomez as the master, it doesn't matter what episode, she I, I get goosebumps. She's so goddamn good. <laughs> she was so goddamn good in that part. She was it's like she was when she good. goes master, you know, rename mistress. Mis- I couldn't really go around calling myself master, master. now. Master. <laughs> it's fantastic. <Right. laughs> that was that was great because that this is like one of those bits where you go, shit, it was fucking obvious now. <laughs> He's like, oh, it makes so much sense. Oh, no, that, oh, that's really good. And that I, I enjoyed the hell out of that. And it's, I, um, as I said, it needs to, it needs to be, it needs to be a sexy book. You need to get those those female fans back. People who watch like Twilight and Harry Potter and things, they're the ones that you you want on for Doctor Who. You had Matt Smith, as I said, blew into the stratosphere. People like David Tennant, the Americans like Matt Smith. Pick someone in that vein. And you got a winner there, I think. And then you need a sexy companion, and you can do the will they, won't they, shit, because that also seems to to work. I and don't then know. You could also do a Donna style relationship, but you have to cast the right person. That's that's the thing. Or, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. I think we talked about Doctor Who long enough. We've been on for a half, we half, full half hour. Um, we could probably harp on for another half hour, but uh, we'll save that because we'll we'll we'll. we'll uh, it is, of course, it's the optimistic it. news, though, and it's the it's the best news we've had for a long while. It, so it, it goes like, f- from my perspective, it goes like this: Yeah, he's either gonna he's gonna resurrect it by hitting the reset button, or he's gonna bury it in a very deep grave. You can't blame. I him. can't see. I cannot see any other outcome. I All don't right? think he will bury it. I know he genuinely likes I, Doctor Who. He genuinely loves it. It is his baby. And I think he's coming back because he knows his baby's been badly bruised and he's coming back to, you know, fix his baby. Um, and I don't care if he's only going to do it. He's coming back and and he's got the 60th episode. And you can guarantee that's going to oh, be Oh, yeah, because you know one thing, when Moffat did the 50th and he had it in the cinema and everything and there was big TV blowouts and everything, Russell T. Davis was going... You could have done that if you just held on just a little longer, <laughs> yeah. And he's probably gone. No, fuck it. I'm having this. I'm having the sixtieth, and I'm gonna. He's, he'll he'll do something good. I'm hoping he'll have a budget for it too. Uh, that'd be one to watch in the cinema. Hopefully, I'm going to sit down and watch that in the cinema. Maybe you might make it back in the UK and watch it together. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I can hope. Anyway, the next one we were going to talk about was um, Foundation um, on on. Um, I was going to say Sky Plus, uh, Apple Plus. Um, I've had Apple Plus for almost a year, and I've watched nothing on it, despite having recommendations to watch a comedy on it revolving around a football team in England. Um, 
I've not I've not watched anything on it. So I watched Foundation today because I wanted to check because I woke up, I had a mad dream that I'd been charged for an Apple. I, I'm not joking. This is what I've had. I've not been feeling great. And I had one of those weird deep dreams where it's like kind of, you've been charged for a year of Apple TV for like 90 quid. Yeah. So I went, I'm going to check to see if I'm still subscribed and when the subscription runs out. Fourth of December. Thank, thank God for that. So I'm not, I'm not paying the, a year's worth of Apple TV because it's not that that good. So then I decided to watch Foundation. It's only because I had a mad dream that I'd uh, paid ninety quid a year for, for Apple Plus. Um, so it's right. It's an Isaac Asimov um, adaptation from the it's, uh, it's early. The, let, let, let's let's be clear. It's loosely, and I do mean loosely, based on it. And the second episode makes that very apparent. Actually, um, now it's you have to really see the second episode because the end of the second episode, you're, knowing foundation, and I know a fair bit about it. What the fuck <laughs> was the end of the second episode? Where I haven't watched. I've from? only watched one. I've only watched one episode. Right. I told you this beforehand. Yeah, you have to listen. see the second episode to form. I will form watch it. And there's, 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 there's three episodes. There's three episodes. No, out. two, two. No, it's three. They, they, there's three. They, no, there's you the may have one, two. But it, I have three. No, you have a third one that says coming on Friday because they do this now with everything. Have a look. The third one is coming on Friday. Whatever it is. Um, because I show three, but only two are available to watch. Um, but okay. the first well, go on, you go and you go with your the show is I watched the first one and I looked at it, and one of the thoughts that came into my head was my god, they could do this entire in B5 really good justice now with the special effects. That's exactly what I thought. I went, that looks that's how I imagine Centauri Prime. It was pictured in JMS's head, maybe a bit more opulent with a few more kind of gold painted things. Um, but with the what, what do you call it? What were they, the the morning, the, the the day and dusk? Um, that's what I picture for like, this entire dawn, dawn, day and dusk. Three emperors or yeah. decanted. What was the terminology? Gitanted, uh, gitanted at various uh ages, basically. So mm. they are clones of. Of the original empire emperor that 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 sought peace throughout the empire. Now, what they don't mention is the empire is about twelve thousand years old. Um, interestingly, no, five hundred years. I didn't. Yes. Well, no, the emperor had ruled for 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 that amount of time, but the actual empire well, itself ruled for meant... three hundred years. But you're okay. paying attention, boy. All right. Anyway, doesn't no. Matter. It was the four. They four centuries, which is true. It's the same in the foundation, but the book foundation, the empire, the empire has been around for twelve thousand years, but had fought many wars, and then in the fourth, like four centuries previously, this emperor basically became a tyrant and therefore sought peace throughout the thing by being an absolute ass, and then started cloning himself because he wanted to just continue, all in the name of peace, mind you. Um, bearing in mind this was written in 1940. 49, I think. Right at the end. Early 60s. Are you sure? Because I was looking this morning. Uh, Foundation 1942, I believe. 1942. Mm. Uh, Isaac Asimov Foundation. There it goes, Foundation. Written in 51. 51, 52, and 53. A 1942. 1942? 
foundation. Published, no, they were then formed into a novel, but originally they were published in a magazine. Ah, okay. All right, the books came out fifty one. All right, that's fine. That probably explains why I've got looking up the books if they were short stories because they did the same thing with War of the Worlds with um, but, uh, H. G. Wells. I mean, the the start of it, and you see the the archive, and and the archive is exactly how it appeared on in an Asimov sketch that then appeared on the front of the of the novel. That was awesome, and that scene of the boat. You know, with the planets that she's been taken to meet, um, that was amazing. I mean, that just the, the, how this thing looks is just incredible. Did you? What, I mean, you're right. I had Centauri in my head, but I also had Coruscant in my head as well because there is a very the city. There, there the city definitely, is definitely, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, the city. The city was um, the, the the star bridge or space elevator. Um, that was that was quite cool. Um, I hate the idea. I, I hate the idea of fucking space elevators because I work for a company that makes elevators, and trying to sort one out just to go up and down really large buildings difficult enough, and people don't understand the effort that goes into that sort of stuff. Um, that land getting it into space. Um, that was that was interesting. Um, there's the, the they they gender and race swapped the the main character out. So the, the they've gender is... swapped numerous characters out because, is it... in fairness, Foundation had no female characters of note at all. Okay, okay. I'd just like to point out that um, the guy playing Harry's aide—I can't remember his name. I was just remember it's Harry. Harry's aide. I would have preferred him to play the main character because I kind of like him as an actor. Isn't Sorry, he Harry Potter? Yes, he was in Harry Potter. Yes, yes. I thought so. I thought so. He yes. was in Harry Potter. He was, um, but I would have preferred him to because I've, I've seen him act and stuff, and he, he's quite an interesting person to watch. Um, the 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 actress who's playing the I can't the dull character, um, she clearly doesn't understand what she's saying line wise, and she and and it shows at the back of her eyes when you look when she's talking about all the math stuff. She's like, it's just like kind of I know what the fuck was that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But it shows that she doesn't she doesn't quite believe what she's saying because she doesn't quite understand it. Where you've got the, the guy who plays Harry and he's been around for yonks and he's a world class bullshit, shall we say? Um actor. That's how we're gonna describe actors from now on. World class bullshit. Um but she's like uh she she's a bit younger, so the the, the thing isn't it, it, that, that kind of binds not that yeah the guy from the league of gentlemen in there is the spy that yes. reminds me of Centauri too um it was great watching him because uh, you had the american accent and then he lost it when he said he was a spy i was like oh, thank god for that that's I when i first american got accent. when she's sitting in the garden of the of the palace that's when Centauri prime first came in i went oh 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 this has been influenced um and the and and the paintings and stuff too. When they're yes, doing the things with the yeah. paintings, and he shot the old fella. I that it, got annoyed. I found that really annoying because the old fella, the old fella, should have just turned around and goes, "Oh, sorry, sir. I read it. It's all bollocks to me." That and but that was but that gave me Cartagia, you know, pangs, shall we say? Um, it's it's interesting because reading through it, it's only going to be a fifth. Uh, it's only going to take account of. The fifth of the first book but already while i say it's loosely based there are hints that there are some things to come because i certainly know from the books 
point of view without giving any spoilers away there's a lot more harry's up to a lot more than 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 you first account just, for can, um, I, can i point something out yeah mm. i know for a fact that he finishes his book and i know for a fact that there's the second best selling book of all time behind the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And it's only because the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is slightly cheaper and has the words, don't panic, in friendly lettering <laughs> crossing. I never, see, I knew that, because uh, he was like the uh, uh, Encyclopedia Galactica, and that's referenced in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And that's when the room's like, oh, dude, mate, that book's not going anywhere, mate. Forget it. <laughs> Serious cybernetics corporation is going to overtake you there. With their don't panic, um, cheap version that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Earth it's... harmless. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a little it. mostly harmless. I have a I have a little black leather backed edition with embossed "Don't panic" on the back of it that I bought, and it's a tiny one. It's only about that big um, of of Hitchhiker's the original one, which I bought in a weird little shop in Delhi Airport. When I was delayed by a few hours, and I read the entire thing in the time it took me to travel down, and was, I loved it. And no, it wasn't that no. long because I, I, I read that. No, I read that one and the second one on holiday, and I didn't really remember reading the, the next three. Um, I think I, I read done. the first one in about five or six hours. It's not that long. Um, it's because good, I got, it's a good, it's yeah. a good, oh, it's good read though because it keeps you keeps you turning. It's a good page turner. Um, but the third, the third title of 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 the third foundation novel is kind of a giveaway as to what's really going on um but um just a hint um but i don't know if they're going to do it in this but i have to say i really enjoyed the first episode i enjoyed the second episode it's different um i think this is going to go down a slightly anthology kind of thing with following the foundation storyline because obviously foundation is set over a thousand odd years um but something happens at the end of the first ep second episode that i did not see coming and i'm like okay i need to now know what the fuck is going on um and that has differed from the books so or does it we just don't know yeah I'm just, I'm just looking at some of the bits in here, so yes, it's. Um, um, but they've spent was, a shitload was, of money on it. The problem is, it is on Apple TV. That's his biggest. That's his biggest flaw in all of this. That it's on Apple TV. Um, I don't know. I mean, Ted Lasso has done a hell of a lot of good for Apple TV, and they have picked up a shit ton of subscribers on that off the back of that. So people, and they've been heavily plugging Foundation for the last couple of weeks. So, um, and they've got this other thing coming, Invasion, which looks again, yes, big budget yeah, and interesting. I've got, got two adverts for Invasions before anywhere near near Foundation. Uh, I turned it on, Invasion. I was got Sam Neill in it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then yep. it was it started Foundation, and it was like, oh, look, it's Invasion again. It's got Sam Neill in it. It's awesome. <laughs> um, it's. I, I think it's going to be a good one. I really do think it'll be a good one. The question is, is it can it keep it going? Um, the actress, I'm hoping, will kind of grow into the role a bit, if that makes any sense. Because she doesn't, I, I don't quite buy her. It's annoying because she's young. I think that might be the problem when I'm old. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing. And and she doesn't look like she hasn't learned to do the the look past what the fuck is saying. 
That's why I used to get English mm-hmm. actors to play aliens because they can do the look past, you know. There's a grab by grab files hammer nonsense, yeah. It's you know, she's like kind of I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be a genius, but I've got this vacant look in my eye when you talk about maths. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm a genius who zones out when we talk about the intricacies of algorithms okay um yes all right th- yeah that's uh, it's it's one to watch um i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the second one later on when i'm feeling a little better i think i need to uh, i think i'm a bit dehydrated but might be causing it um sex education yes on netflix um a, a show that i would describe as being incredibly woke but actually really good, good. apart from i i got annoyed at the the way that the the gender neutral character was done because it was the skateboarding dog from the Simpsons. <laughs> the skateboarding dog from the Simpsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I looked at it and I went, "Oh no, they made a red skateboard. Why a skateboard? I don't, the, the 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 smoking dope and, and going up to the hills fine, but the the skateboard to take the skateboard away. It, it really just reminds me of, of Poochie or whatever it was. Poochie." Um, yeah, from The yeah. Simpsons, and that's the bit I kind of just t- t- kind of took me out of it. Um, apart from that, I kind of I loved all of it. Um, I did think that Eric was being a bit of a dick towards what's his mission at the end because he wants to go out clubbing with gay people, and that was his basic excuse for breaking up. Um, I think that was a bit <laughs> shallow, shall we say? Um, and and I can get that because it it was uh, well, I, I, no, I didn't I didn't quite. It, as I said, came across as very shallow and a bit narcissistic. Yeah, and it was like kind of. Uh, uh, I did like the way. Uh, who is? The, I think Eric. The, I think Eric wanted to be more open about his sexuality and. But he was. He was his slowly face was still com- closed off. He, he was mm. slowly coming out piece by piece. Yeah, he really was. It's just he was having to do it at his own pace, which is fine. Let someone do it at their own pace. Don't force someone down a path that they don't want to go down. You're not, you're not the yeah. only one. There has been quite a big backlash to the Eric breakup, and and most people have said a similar thing, that Eric was quite shallow, um, which he was. And it's annoying, because um, I, lo- I love the Eric character. He's yeah, great. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah? Up until that yeah. point, I'm like, dude, this is, I like, I'm, I really, I can see why you and I his friends, because you're a nice guy. I'd hang around with you in real life. Mm. Yeah? He seems really kind of upbeat and, you know, happy and and you know honest and all that sort of stuff and you had that whole thing about nigeria but i just i think they could have had they gone into that a bit more and made made more of a deal out of it maybe made it two episodes you might have realized had a better appreciation for why eric did what he did but i think they rushed that bit a bit too much um but yeah i get what you mean um I, I mean, no full season has been commissioned, but I'm assuming, pairing in mind, the shot to number one in an instant and is potentially one of Netflix's most watched things this year. Um, it's going to get a full season. Um, but it needs a full it, season. It does. You made yeah. me worry that um, his mum was going to die at the end of the season. I thought she was I going sp- to die. I I was like shit, Keith, you bastard. Because I watch, I just I flicked through the thumbnails, and there's one of Eric and Thingy in hospital. Because at one point I was worried that Eric was going to get arrested in Nigeria for being gay. Yeah, and there was going to be big fucking hoo ha yeah. over that. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen, and that's why I flicked through the nails. And I remember what you told me, and I saw the two of them in hospital, and I'm like, shit. It's and the it's, scene I'm, where 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 Eric where uh, what's his face says, "I still need my mum." 
that's the bit that got me. Mm. It's that, I, and, I... and it really, really did get me. Um, so, and I don't know, it came out of left field, but uh... for, for for me, it's it's weird because it, it says it's called sex ed- education, but that's the 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 reason it's called that is it's to draw you in. Yeah, mm. it's really about intimacy. Yeah, and all about the relationships and stuff, and and those 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 deeper connections that you have that when you do you know start bumping uglies with someone you wind up having because you've everyone's had that that relationship where it's not quite worked out uh they said they don't love you you said that they don't you don't love them that kind of that that kind of thing and and we've all kind of had that through you know our lives one way or another so we all know those those things and all those scenarios and bits and it was the other thing too is anyone who's uh the asshole in it has always got a a, a good chunk of humanity about them so if you look at the head teacher the new head teacher they had in there i can't remember her name now um hope she hope that was it hope was having facility problems and stuff so she wasn't feeling very much like a woman yeah and 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 because of that you kind of felt sorry for her so she wasn't a complete arsehole even though she was trying to do what she was doing i'll be honest with you i agreed with certain things i like the way i'm sure i read this in an article somewhere on one of my google feeds that the reason they put the line down the thingy and had them walking in single file was because of COVID. So they could yeah. film some of the scenes during COVID. I'm sure I was told that. And I, I'm sure I might have told you that or might have told Nigel it. Um, but that was that was done really well. And then you've got the, the oh, it's the one with the sci-fi girl. Oh, what's the sci-fi girl's one? It was Gadain Ola. Yeah. I can't remember her name. She, I like. She was, she was great because you kind of felt sorry for her because she was a bit, yeah, you do, a bit weird, doing weird things and stuff like that. And it's like kind of, the, I know loads of weirdos. That's probably, I'm probably weird, and I probably attract them. That's probably why. Um, but it, that was that that kind of thing with the news uh, thing getting published in the in the newspaper. That wasn't like 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 any good. And then you've got there's so much in it. It was the head, the previous head teacher, and his brother yes. played by, oh, what's his mush, played Lorker in. Jason Isaacs. Jason, Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Thank you very much. And his brother, and his brother is just a complete asshole. Yeah, and it's like he tries doing there. Um, I think somebody's arrived at a hotel. Oh, just yeah. hang on a second. Just charging up the drone batteries. Need to recharge mine too. Castles. He's and that's, the another castle. None of those castles really work because we had a king who decided he didn't like castles, and that's why yeah, but we don't have. But it is quite true that there's a, there's a castle around every corner in Scotland. <laughs> Literally, there are castles around every bloody corner. <laughs> yes. there's, there's, also, there's also a heroin needle, but we won't go into that. Um, also, saw the kelpies. <laughs> kelpies? What are the kelpies? Nessies. Oh, okay. All right. If he right, if I see just just before we carry on, if I see Chuck's next video saying, "I found Nessie," I've got drone footage, yeah, and then it's just some pathetic blur because he thinks it's hilarious, yeah. I'm I'm gonna blame you, Keith. <laughs> I, I I think you know, first vlog, he's just gonna look up and go, "Freedom." <laughs> no paint your face white and blue. <laughs> no. No, because you might get confused for a Rangers supporter. Um, 
<laughs> don't do that. That's a mistake. Don't get confused for Rangers supporters, especially near Celtic supporters. And they're known <laughs> yeah, for yeah. their uh, violence, shall we say? Anyway, getting back to getting back to sex education. Um, it, it was it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I couldn't stop watching it. It was uh, it was a really good one. Uh, and it was, as I said, it was like like uh, what's this? Otis and Maeve. They finally get together, and then she fucks off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I was like, that's I mean, why you need a fourth series. I'm sorry, that's why you need a fourth yeah. series because she went and then she, because it was like they almost in the middle, they almost did, then on the trip, they almost did, and then it gets to the end, they do, and then she's gone. And I was like, oh god, no. It does need one, but whether we we have more Dale High, obviously, I mean it. But the baby, the baby isn't uh, is isn't Jones' baby, or isn't uh, what's oh his face? god, yes, right at the end, I forgot yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I like I like Otis Mush. Yeah, I do as I well. I like him. He's a good. He's a good. He comes across as a really good good guy. Um, they all actually say so they all. Even the asshole previous head comes across as as, as yeah. But as he had a redemption in this episode, and he needs that. And you need to further further his redemption because she turns him down because of. Uh, of what the son says, you know, I don't want dad to be disappointed. But he hasn't had a chance to show. Look, I've, you know, I realised that I was an asshole, and I'm trying to change myself. So hopefully, we we get that because actually, you know, he found his love in cooking, and 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 that was great. The the way he was doing all the I, dancing around it was just I, brilliant episode. It was like he, yeah, because you could see in the first two series that he, that he had no real like joy. And I yeah. say that I say this a lot to I say this a lot to people. With couples who argue, is just make sure you both have got hobbies, something mm. that brings you a bit of joy in between, you know, doing stuff together. Because otherwise, you're going to go crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the, the one of the truest things is, and it'll help any relationship ever. And he found that. And I think I don't know if he get back. Even I think I don't think he's going to get back with with the missus. But I think they're going to have a good relationship, and he's going to get on with his son. I think that's going to his, his redemption. Yeah. I don't think she'll find anyone either, which is the weird thing. But he will then, then he might find someone, and then she'll be like, whoa, whoa, and then you'll get that that kind of really good, really good. It's mm. it's, a real, it's a real lovely show. Anyway, uh, it, need, sorry, it needs I, I, a full it needs a full season. It, it it desperately desperately needs a full season. Yes, that's the problem. The problem with Netflix shows they don't think go past season three unless they're Stranger Things. Um. Mm. Saying that, strange things I only mean, barely think makes it to the fourth season. Um, there was a trailer out for it. Did you see I the have seen it. it. Yeah, it's a bit it odd. Makes, makes no fucking sense. Uh, I think they might be trying to tell us the or maybe the origins of the mind flare, hmm. as in it's someone in the house. I don't know if it's the mum or the dad or the kid or all three of them mixed together as one that might cause cause that that to happen. But then that's interesting. So yeah, it's. Hmm, interesting. I recommend you go and watch Sex Education. Don't watch it in front of your kids because it's the, the, the yeah the opening scene. Aspect. Yeah, no, no. Whoop. No, the whole, there is a, no, there is no, a the penis whole... within the first couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's what do you call it? it it's the it's the shtick to draw you in to get you to watch romantic TV. It really is. Mm. That's what it is. It's because mm. you think it's that raunchy American Pie kind of nonsense, but it's 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 a bit deeper than that, which I'm actually glad to say. Um, and it does have it does have a kind of kind of kind of wokey sexuality politics in it, but it's not. It, it, everyone's a good guy. Everyone's a good guy, and it's just a great thing about him. Anyway, um, I think we're done for this week, Keith. 
Uh, is there anything you want to bring up? Uh, no, um, I think we are um, <laughs> behave, Chuck. Um, it's because he's uh, not on his channel. If he was on his channel, he'd be behaving. We know this. Yeah. Um, um, he would, he also, he, also, he, he hasn't had any sleep for like over twenty-four hours. So bless, um, bless him. Um, anyhow, no, I think uh, yeah, go watch Foundation episode two. Fingers crossed that Russell T. Davis's news is positive. Um, I wonder if we're going to get a doctor announcement soon. I just the, the timing of this, we might. Um, I think. Right, hang on a second. If it's going to happen, it'll happen at the end of this, um, towards the second to last episode of the series, the current series, mm. because they want people to come in to watch it, and that'll be the hook that they pull in. So, if it's marketing wise, they'll do it that way. If not, it'll be at the beginning of the next season. I don't know. I, I, I all I know is that Jodie Whittaker wasn't very good. Sorry, that's it. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh, only to remind uh, everyone that next week on Saturday we have another fat toys where I'm going to absolutely annihilate Gareth because you know you have to let him win once or twice or he whinges in souls. I'm winning. I won the last one. Two, two all. So now, now oh, okay. I obliterate oh, you. Okay. All now right, I, right, now right. I obliterate you. I've let you win a You're couple of obliterate episodes. You could obliterate me. I've let you. I've let you win a couple of episodes, so you won't sulk and yeah. So now, <laughs> I think it's my notes for factoids are on my work desk. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Chuck. <laughs> no, I am the king of the factoids. <laughs> I, I invented, I invented factoids. <laughs> Technically, right? Because we, we both won two, right? Right, we've both won two, but technically I've won three. But that was the pilot episode, which he's not going to include. Because he's not trying to figure out how to make the thing work. I was doing my research. I've won two. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon the other thing too is I reckon I know. I reckon I know how to spot your factoids too. (laughs) Wink. Uh, Okay. Okay, I think I got it. I think <laughs> I got it. I went back and rewatched and went, Ah, oh, I see a pattern, Mr. Ziggler. <laughs> ah, so on that note, the fact I was current champion, which is me. Okay, <laughs> all right. All right, thank you very much, Chuck. The current Factory Champion, which is me, would like to bid you thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you in the next podcast. See you later. And the Peace. ultimate Fat Toys winner would say goodbye. <laughs> No, you're not. When I'm finished with you, Keith, you will be known as a 